And we welcome back on Dave Robinson here, New Jersey State climatologist. Always a pleasure to chat with him today. We're going to recap the month of November that was. And, you know, when I think about November, I don't really, I don't know, nothing really too crazy sticks out in my mind here. Um, what, what are some overall thoughts before we dive into uh, some specifics? Yeah, it's it's another rather benign month, and we should be grateful for that. The end of the tropical season didn't bring us anything. First three weeks were exceedingly dry. Um, we were very fortunate, frankly, to have the storm, kind of two storms bookending Thanksgiving weekend, um, because that really helped a lot bring up the soil moisture, uh, reduce any fire threat, which we never really experienced in Jersey. But south of us, there were a number of fires. Uh, down in Virginia, North Carolina, um, brush fires, wildfires um, during the month of November. So, yeah. um, you know, the rain was welcome and it was pretty well, pretty well timed. It wasn't great if you were traveling last Tuesday evening to get an early start on the Thanksgiving travel, but it beat, I suppose, coming on Wednesday night um, before yeah. the holiday. But then coming home, coming home, you got hit pretty hard in a short period of time on Sunday evening. Yeah, it was, uh, it could have been better travel weather. It could have been worse, uh, but at least Thanksgiving itself was actually pretty mild. I have to ask because every month you have your climate summary on, on your state climate website here. You usually have a nice little catchy headline for us. Do we have a working headline for November yet? You know, it was going to be one hit wonder when we had the rain before Thanksgiving and then we got the storm at the end of the weekend. So I I I don't have anything yet. It's driving me crazy because I've been pulling stuff, things together for it. So well, uh, as they say, perfection takes time. That, well, yeah. Well, you know, and you can't let perfection get in the way of progress too. So let's <laughs> let's go in that direction too. Okay. Uh, no one ever you. said. No one ever said those titles were perfect. Right. <laughs> well, you can check that out on uh, on climate.ruckers.edu. You can check out uh, his summary there. Um, yep. So this is what I want to start off with. Um, snow, everybody's favorite, maybe least favorite. I know it's one of our favorite topics here. In South Jersey, we had like like a teeny, teeny, tiny, tiny bit of snow. It was almost more than we had all of last winter. I mean, I still, you know, you had 10 flakes. That was more than last winter, right? What, what was going on? This was on, on November the 28th, Tuesday, November the 28th. Yeah, it it wasn't the first flakes for the state. We actually had some flakes on November 1st um, right. at a few places and a dusting uh, that began that rain event the week before Thanksgiving, uh, Thanksgiving week, I should say. There was a dusting. But yeah, I mean, it, we had that storm come through and with it, there was uh, it brought dragged some cold air behind it. There was some Massive lake effect snows, uh, high market New York had 42 inches. That's up on the Tug Hill east of uh, Ontario. Um, so it was kind of a, a getting a little jump start on the winter. And some of that came down, um, and that instability came down into New Jersey. And I think in the morning, it was South Jersey that had some of the flurries. Yeah. In the afternoon on Wednesday, um, there were some squalls that whitened the ground, and we have some Cocoraz reports of 0.2 inches and 0.1 inch 
where there was a brief accumulation in Mercer County and then parts further north. Yeah, so, I yeah, saw that. A, a little tease, a few flakes, um, um, but you know, nothing unusual, I might add, for yeah. November either. Yeah. It's more common not to have accumulating snow in November, but it's certainly not totally unusual. We just had the fifth anniversary of the November 15th snow event that crippled a good part of the state, not so much down Atlantic City Way. Yeah, no, we. I remember that day vividly uh, because my dad was driving home from work on Interstate 78, uh, which is in for our South Jersey listening audience, Union County, going into Somerset County, right? And uh, he was stuck for like four hours, like a 30-minute drive was four hours. It was that tremendous backed-up traffic jam where it was just snow during rush hour, um, probably caught the DOT a little bit off guard. Um, I know uh, the governor was, uh, that was like his first, like, I think, weather event as a as a governor and there was a lot of salt after that uh for the uh for the next couple of months uh after that period of time but uh but you're right you know snow in late november it first of all wasn't accumulating down south but to have these kind of flurries not unusual at all to have something like this um you know here could you talk a little bit about you know our first and last typically when we're going to see accumulating snow like what our climatology is on that yeah, yeah. Uh, generally, down in South Jersey, it's you have to get to the middle of December to get your average of first, first accumulating snow. Um, and sometimes you don't see it until the first of the new year. Um, yeah. But, you know, when you go up to the northwest part of the state, it's it's a couple weeks earlier, but not all that much earlier. And then you can expect it Unusual, but first week of April, you can get something in the south. You can go to the third week of April in the north. So it's a rather protracted season. Um, But, you know, as we all know in Jersey, it comes in fits and starts. And last year, it just didn't start. (laughs) Just gave people fits who like snow. Right. Um, You know, North Jersey had 10, 12 inches last winter, which was a third of normal. Um, and and in the south, it was the least snowy right. um, winter on record. So, you know, it's real easy to say that uh, this winter is likely to have more snow than last winter. Yeah. But that's hardly a forecast. <laughs> right. It's uh, it's uh, you're absolutely correct there. And we have our winter outlook with your should we say your protege, uh, uh, Dr. Judah Cohen. Yeah. Uh, you're uh, you're part of his advising uh, uh panel right when he got his phd for his dissertation yeah okay, for his dissertation um so dr judah cohen was on our podcast or something in the air podcast with our winter weather outlook specially said it would be mild or wild and you were saying feast or famine we're going to chat about that at the end here yeah. as we uh, look at the winter ahead let's shift over to temperatures um you know most people are listening to this at the top of the month top of december they're going to remember that cold we had uh on the 28th and 29th and yes it was very cold um, overall though, you know, I'm kind of looking at the numbers, um, ending up, I think below average for the month, yep. um, you know, here, which is something unusual. We don't see too many below average months, but it looks like we're going to do that here in November. Yeah. Right now. I know the airport, I looked yesterday, so I didn't pull numbers from this morning, but essentially the month's done. Uh, we're recording on the 30th, um, minus 1.9. 1.9 degrees below the 91 to 2020 um, 
average. So it's two point three now. Um, when we're yeah. recording this on the thirtieth, just yeah. to keep adding to that, tracking to that, I should say. But the marina, as of looking yesterday, with data through the twenty eighth, um, was only point one degree below normal, which I think is indicative of the warmer waters off the coast. Um, that just tempered some of that cold cold air coming in during the month. And you didn't get the cold nights right along the coast. It took till almost the end of the month to get the first freeze along the coast. Um, so a little bit different if yeah. you're at the beach. Um, yeah. Not that it was beach weather, um, <laughs> but no. uh, they both got into the 70s. On the 9th, I yeah. saw the high at the airport was 74 for the month. And at the marina, the same day, it was offshore winds. So it got to 72 at the yeah. marina. So quite a quite a, uh, a, be a, a beach day, I'll say. Yeah, you call, I mean, you know, for November standards, you know, call it a beach day. It, it was definitely warm. That was, that was the, like you said, the warmest day. And really, um, you know, one of, of only a few days that we could say were well above average. Um, yeah. But kind of the beginning and the end of the month, well below average um, here, you know, the first and the second, largely in the 40s to kick off the month of November. And then, of course, what we just had, you know, I, I have uh, I did a little report on the two day uh, two day sale in the spirit of the holiday season, a two day sale of cold weather here. Um, you know, we were 10 to 15 degrees below average. It would even be below average in late January, not by much, but still a little bit below average for then. Um, but this wasn't record-breaking cold. We've seen this kind of cold yeah. before this time of the year. It's just more difficult to have in this climate-changing world, um, you know, to have days that are, you know, that much below average. We still get cold. We still get those cold spells, but they're not just, they're not as frequent here. And even to have a month below average, um, and this this is a good question for you, a little bit in the weeds here. I know we're saying that this month is below the 91 to 2020 climate average, which is what we use when we talk about temperatures. Do you have an idea? I know I might be putting on the spot, but that long-term average, where does this November rank when you're looking back to 1895 when we started tracking temperatures in New Jersey? Yeah, I did look at that. We're, we're sitting out of, say, a, with Jersey, 128, 129 uh, Novembers in the book. And this is going to be somewhere around 50th warmest even though we're averaging below normal. Right. Um, but the interesting thing there is I'm going to put in my report, we looked at the change from the 81 to 2010 normals versus the 91 to the 2020 normals. And we looked at it for every month. And the only month that didn't warm, in other words, you're taking away the 80s and adding the teens um, when you're changing your 30-year average. Um, November didn't change, but every other month warmed. So we don't know exactly why, but it just sticks right out that uh, for some reason our Novembers haven't been warming as rapidly as other months. They're warming um, compared to earlier in the 20th century, uh, but not at the pace we see other months. Uh, a circulation phenomenon, um, we, we just really don't know. Um, Could be some turkey lurkey. There you, know, you go. Too much Thanksgiving, just the trip to fan keeping the climate steady, you know, during the month. Of November. Okay. <laughs> I, I might present it's that, as, I might present that research somewhere. Yeah, as good as any other reason. See what happens. Um, um, yeah. So that was the month. Now, 
you're right. Atlantic City was cold to begin with. The first freeze in Atlantic City at the airport, which was the first freeze for many parts of the state, was on the first. Mm -hmm. But it took the um, it, it took the marina until the 25th yeah. to have their first freeze. Yeah, yeah, and that, that shows that was the 19th latest. Ah, okay. Got with 138 it. years of record. Um, but interesting, it was only ranked 11th this century. So in other words, this century is loaded with late freezes at the marina. Um, for, as as late as um, January 4th yeah. in, 20, in 2016. Yeah. Um, and that's testament, again, to the warmer ocean waters. It has nothing to do with urbanization. This is right out there by the Coast Guard Station, um, at the inlet there in North Atlantic City. Um, this is uh, really interesting how uh, we've had delayed freezes, longer growing seasons, if you will. Yeah. If you've got your plants out there right along the coast. Yeah. I, you know, you bring a good point with the agriculture here. Um, I, I know you sometimes speak with the ag community here in New Jersey. What's, what's their general thoughts on these later freezes over especially over the past couple of years yeah well there there's there is some concern um uh, particularly in the spring it's not so much in the fall uh the fall they'd like to see things go into dormancy and start accumulating their their hardening hours particularly the fruit industry um but it's more the the spring when you warm up too early and then you're threatened by a late season freeze that really can wreak havoc. So in the fall, uh, you know, it gives them a little more time in the field, um, uh, but they do worry about invasive species and such, having a, a better opportunity to survive in a warmer, in a warmer climate. Sure. All right. Well, good first half of this month's recap so far. We're going to take a brief break. On the other side, we're going to talk about Rain, talk about the little bit of drought we had and a little bit about the winter to come. You're listening to the Something in the Air podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to the Something in the Air podcast, new episodes around the top of every month, around the beginning of the month, as we recap the month that was. In this case, we're recapping November, as we do every time with New Jersey State Climatologist and my birthday buddy, May 13th, for anybody keeping score, Dr. Dave Robinson. So we are going to talk about precipitation in the month of November. I do want to, before I get into that, say that we were dry in October and we did need some rain and we mostly got it. Um, that, that's my kind of thought on it. But it was in these big chunks. Uh, and you kind of talked about this. The one before Thanksgiving, uh, that was November. I'm looking at my calendar, 21st uh, into the 22nd. And then another one on the 26th. Outside of that, I mean, it was pretty darn dry. Um, so I'll turn it over to you there. What, thoughts on this? And, you know. Yeah. I mean, it, again, uh, we really needed the rain. And it was beneficial. We got those two storms at the end of the month. Um, the the airport came in with 3.04 inches for the month. 
which is only nine hundredths below normal. So here we were we were shooting blanks until um, the twenty second and twenty first, uh, and there it came. And and at the marina there was less two point oh nine, which is one point one three below normal. But you know I always do my county cocoa rods yes. uh, recaps. Atlanta County Egg Harbor Township topped out with the most at 3.27 inches and Buena Vista at, was low at 2.13. So not a huge difference across the county. Uh, in Cape May, Lower Township, uh, the largest, well, we have a number of, I think five observers in Lower Township, but one came in with 3.72 inches for the most. Um, and Ocean City, uh, 2.59. So, you know, hugging the coast there just south of the, the marina, uh, makes sense it was on the low end. And then up the coast, Stafford Township, 2.44 inches. But by the time you get to Northern Ocean and 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 Monmouth County, which was yeah. wettest back in sub late September with the big deluge associated with Ophelia, Point Pleasant Beach was lowest in, in, the, in the county at 1.34 inches. So there was a big difference up and down the coast. Yeah. For once, yeah. the northern coast was dry and the southern coast was okay. Yeah, okay, right. So, and again, they mainly came in these two events, um, you know, and we were in drought for one week in parts of South Jersey, Cumberland and Salem County. And we say this all the time, like we want rain kind of evenly spread out. We didn't get that. So what does that tell you? I know we're out of drought now as we get into December, but how do you feel going into the month of December where we are drought or potentially drought wise? I still, th uh, I still have the caution flags up. Um, we were in the D1 category of the National Drought Monitor uh, for a week. Um, because of the accumulating deficit in rainfall, stream flow, groundwater levels, particularly in the southwest corner of the state, where it's gone on for longer than elsewhere. Um, there was enough rain, and we hadn't been in that long enough that so that with one week of heavy rain, boom, we could pull out of it. But the entire, most of South Jersey is in what we call D0 now, categorized as abnormally dry. And it's going to creep up the coast probably with next week's map. Meanwhile, in North Jersey, it had been expanding. The D0 area had been expanding. And that contracted some because of the heaviest rains of this two-part uh, rainfall episode was from Hunterdon County up over towards northeast, um, northeast part of the state. So we're okay. The reservoirs are okay. The groundwater is still a concern in South Jersey. And of course, that when you don't have rain for a while, that translates into low stream flows. So I'm not even seeing cautiously optimistic. I'm just saying cautious. Um, this is the time of the year from now till spring where we want to replenish our groundwater, keep the soil moisture up, up north, replenish the reservoirs. Um, so we don't use as much water. The plants don't use the water. We don't need it for agriculture, but we need it to be there to prepare us better for the next growing season. Yeah. So fingers crossed on rain or 
Hey, maybe some snow into December. That counts too. Now you're going to segue into the winter. I am. Yes, I'm going to segue into winter. That's a wonderful segue into into our winter here. So I did speak with Dr. Judah Cohen, and uh, he said that this winter could be mild or wild. Uh, He was anticipating that with the El Nino pattern and the way that he thinks the polar vortex could shape out this winter, that most days are going to be above average. We're looked to be wetter than he was thinking wetter than average precipitation wise, which would be good for our teetering on drought status. And then his thought is if we get one of these, you know, what he would call polar vortex invasion to come down, that it matches up with one of these storms to get mm-hmm. snow. The way I like to describe it is if you're if you use a baseball reference, you have a 200 power hitter who's not making contact with the ball a lot, but when he does, man. That ball is flying. So you can kind of think that the snow, it's either, you know, it's not going to be one of those winters he's thinking where you're going to get an inch here, two inches here, two and a half inches there. It's going to be one or two days where we might get these bigger snows and then the rest of the winter is pretty mild and on the wetter, not whiter side. Um, You know, I know you don't do your own winter forecast, but does that kind of jive with some thoughts that that you've had? That's exactly what I've been telling everyone. Um, you know, think back two winters ago when South Jersey was the snow capital of Loved the state. Um, there were only two big vents, one early January, one late January. It's that kind of winter that you often get with a, a strong to moderate to strong El Nino. Um, you, you, there's a preference for coastal storms. And I think that's important to tell the listeners here that you know, beach erosion could become a problem if we get a series of nor'easters, whether they're wet or white. So there's more concern in, say, last three winters, which were La Nina winters, where the storm track tends to go up through the Great Lakes and we don't get too many nor'easters. This winter, that's a possibility. And with that, the uh, above normal precip. We're kind of at a, a tipping point, a pinning point or whatever, an inflection point here in New Jersey. As you go north and into New England, it tends to be drier and less snow during an El Nino winter. From central South Jersey down the coast, it tends to become wetter. And the numbers actually show a little bit whiter than normal from South Jersey down to D.C. and Richmond. Um, But it only takes one big storm to put you above normal for the winter. So, yeah, the the old mild or wild or I call feast or famine. And some El Nino winters have produced with snow. Others have been total busts. So anybody who thinks they know exactly what this winter is going to bring in terms of snow, um, no. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's hard to predict snow here in an area where snow or at least, you know, decent measurable snow is not a guarantee every winter. And But, But you can say the potential is there for that type of large thumping snowstorm. And last winter on this state, I would have said the potential was less because of the the La Nina type storm track. So if for snow lovers, there's that potential uh, for emergency management and and DOT personnel and all, you know, we have to definitely be prepared. Yeah, I, I have some numbers and I've done this when I've done my public talks about winter. At Atlantic City International Airport, there's a 20% chance of at least eight inches of snow in one day 
in any given winter. So you got you're, you're saying that that number is going to be higher than a 20% chance. And then there's a 50% chance of a four to eight inch event in any one year, in any one day. Sometimes snow, as we know, falls in between days, but generally that's what you can look at here. So, you know, the, again, there is big snow potential, keyword potential, not a definite by any stretch, but the potential is there and it's higher than usual. Um, and and yeah. to reiterate something else you've said and Judah said, I don't expect this to be a long, cold winter with those frequent incursions of cold air, the frequent snows, just as you were saying, uh, this is one of a you know quick hit and out. And, and last winter, we saw that with temperatures just before Christmas and at the beginning of February. Yeah. We had, it was a mild winter, but boy, we had two real brutal cold spells. But they came after the precip had exited the region. Right. So they were dry and cold. Right, right. We had the coldest Christmas Eve on record in a number of places across New Jersey. Uh, didn't even get out of the teens in most spots. And Christmas Day was below freezing in most places. The exception was along the South Jersey coast. You know, places like Cape May, Wildwood, where it was 34, you know, but uh, but it was cold. It, it was cold for that stretch. Yep. So, yep. So. All right. Um, well, I, those are all the topics that I had. But of course, we are never short of other things to talk about. Is there anything else uh, weather climate wise that, that you wanted to chat about? Well, I, you know, I, I would just um, alert people to the fact that the National Climate Assessment was released yeah. since we last spoke. Yeah. Um, and there is a section on the Northeast. It's an update. It's the fifth assessment. The fourth was, I don't know, five years ago or whatever. These are periodically must be produced by the consortium of federal agencies that are involved with weather and climate. Um, so you may want it. You can readily find it available as PDFs or a website uh, online. So I bring that to your um, listeners' attention. They might want to take a peek at that. Yeah. Um, so I think that's that's kind of the big news here. Totally. Uh, I think we're both going to be working on our top 10 lists. Yes. Yes. Um, the top 10 the weather year. events of 2023. And, and we'll be comparing those shortly. I, this is going to be a tough one, Joe. I don't know what you're thinking, but this was not a very eventful year. Yeah. So I was talking to Matt Gerbus, the assistant state climatologist, just the other day. And we said, well, you know, maybe it will just be top eight this year. <laughs> Nah, you got to find something. Normally yeah. we have 10 and then some also, you know, rands. Um, yeah. But this one, you know, I, I know a couple. I'm not going to tell you any of them That's yet. Uh, I, but I don't want to know. I think I don't there's some know. pretty obvious ones. Smoke. Yeah. <laughs> smoke. Smoke. <laughs> um, being, not that you were giving it away or anything. Um, but, but, you know, and as we talk about with these lists, you know, I, I really just cover South Jersey. You cover New yeah. Jersey. So the smoke is probably going to be in different spots on our list because in the northern half of the state, really different on that one day where it was orange in, in June. And it wasn't down here. It was still very hazy yeah. and smoke, but it wasn't orange. I have 13 potential top 10s. Now, that's low for me. Usually, I'm in the upper teens. I think last year was around 20. Um, and unless we get something in December... It's going to be pretty easy, easy in the sense that I don't have to cut down, but hard in that there's not a lot of meat to this top 10 list. So we we will see that. And you guys can expect that episode in a couple of weeks. I know you're going away on travel at the end of uh, at the end of December. Um, we'll talk 
after the show about when we can get that together. But that's always a fun one. We'll uh, we'll. And, and, and this is good. We did really well here, Joe, because you want to give the audience a tease. Yes. A teaser. So they'll come back next time. So it, there you go, folks. We're professional podcasters. Professional podcasters. <laughs> yeah, right. All right. Uh, so if you're looking for more information from Dr. Robinson, the New Jersey State Climatologist, you can go to njclimate.org. You can check out his weather summaries there, or you can go to njweather.org. That's where you get the uh, the latest five-minute observations. You can see what's happening now across the Garden State. Uh, we'll be back with you, like we said, sometime in December. We will do a top 10 weather events wrap-up uh, with him. We will do a December weather outlook. It might be with him. It might be with my other weather dad, Jim Everwine. We're going to see. They will get all three involved. Who knows? We'll see what happens. But uh, right. but it, it's been a pleasure. Another year doing this with you. Um, always enjoy our chats. Never run out of things to talk about. Um, and I hope everyone who's listening here, whether you're in Hamilton, Cape May, up in Point Pleasant, um, enjoy our little weather chats here at the top of every month. So we'll sign off for now. Happy holidays to everybody. Uh, happy New Year, too. And we'll chat with you soon. Thanks for listening to the Something in the Air podcast.